Welcome back. We've just been uh, talking about rest in the last episode prior to that boldness. Um, if you've missed those, worthwhile probably having listened to that so that this um, episode makes a little bit of sense. Um, recently, I've been thinking, when I say recently, over the past six months or whatever, I've been thinking about you know the ways or the values of this world, as Wolfgang Simpson kind of says, what makes the world go round? Well, it's, it's money. And uh, the value of the kingdom is love. And uh, I've realised increasingly that you know the lead product, if you like, that we we tend to pursue on the earth is is money, and yet the lead the lead commodity should be time. That 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 uh, we can make intentional choices to switch time for money, to to buy time, if you like, or to to um, to to not take money in order to have time. Anyway, so in the middle of that, we were down at Apsley recently with our. Um, Friends who had just opened a cafe down there in Apsley. You get down there if you haven't been down there. There's, I think, a population of 50. The cafe is fantastic. And uh, I, was just, I just uh, saw a book on uh, this lady's bookshelf by Disraeli, Benjamin Disraeli. When was he Prime Minister of the UK? A while ago. A while ago, yeah. year before last. And anyway, I, I saw one of his quotes in there. C- century before last. Right, okay. Um, I, uh, I saw one of his quotes there and I thought, wow, this, this really sums up what I've been thinking, what the Lord's been speaking to me about. And this is a Benjamin Disraeli quote. He who gains time gains everything. And for me, that really summarizes the essence of what we have to expend in this life as those who belong to Christ. Without time, time's up. And we're, you know, we, you know, whether we're here or we've, we've, whether we die or live, we're, we're, we're with Christ. But while we're here, we have work to do. We, we have a purpose. And um, so when we're talking about rest, you know, things that get in the way of rest, uh, Peter, I think it's reasonable to say that the use of our time has the high propensity to get in the way of accessing the rest that we can have in Christ. Talk, talk around that for a couple of minutes if you can. So, Joppo, as you know, I've put in a drip irrigation system all through the front garden and all through my back veggie garden. Oh, we're talking about irrigation next session, Peter. Oh, okay, sorry. (laughs) Well, it took me a long time, time being the operative word. And right at the beginning of the process, I was going to ring you because I've only ever installed drip irrigation systems with you. But you're a lot busier than I am at the moment, and so I thought of a quote that my mentor in handyman work uh, gave me, and my mentor on handyman work would also be you, Joppo. Oh, wow. Yeah, which, don't worry, it's, 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 not a, it's not a compliment if you've seen the handyman work, which you have. Yeah, first I and, knew that. And the quote that you shared with me was, Peter, most people can do most things given enough time. That's good, Peter. So I went out to, yeah, well, of course it's good, you told me. So I went out to the veggie patch, and I went out to the front yard, and I had a look all the problem bits where there were angles, I thought, what, 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 what join do I need? I'd go down to the, the hardware store, I'd have a look. So because I had time, I could look, I could evaluate, I could think, I could yeah. draw, I could map. Then I could go and look at what was needed. I'd look up on the internet, I'd ask the bloke down at the handyman store again, then I'd go back and I'd look some more. If I had no time, I would have had to ring someone and say, can you come and do it, or pay someone to come and do it for me. So time is absolutely essential in life, yeah. as, as you've introduced, and it's absolutely essential in missional activities. Now, I want to make a switch. Time is not saying, I, I need more time, 
but it's saying with the time that I have available, yeah. which also means with the activities that I'm involved in, with the life situation that I'm in, with the finances that we currently have, with the uh, suburb that we currently live in, what is available to me to live out my calling as a follower of Jesus where I already am? Does that make sense? In the yeah, whole, yeah, yeah. So, so what, what does that have to do with, with time? What it has to do with time is this scripture from Ephesians chapter 5, reading from verse 15, where St. Paul says, Be careful then how you live. That's good, good advice for a start. Be careful then how you live, not as unwise people, but as wise, making the most of the time, because the days are evil. Yeah. Now, very interesting. Some of you who have learnt that scripture off by heart, uh, we'll know that a traditional translation of that verse is not making the most of the time, but is redeeming the time. And the original root of that word is to redeem means to buy back or also to pay a ransom. So it's saying we ransom the time or we redeem the time. In other words, we purchase or buy out the time. Uh, the meaning behind it is taking full advantage of what is available to us, seizing a buying opportunity making the most of the present opportunity. Many of us live in what we call when and then thinking. Yeah. When I get a new job, then I'll be happy. When I get a promotion, then I'll be happy. When the kids leave school, yeah. then we'll have more time to work on our relationship. When the kids go to school, then we'll have more time for each other. When, uh, when, the, kids, um, when the kids start sleeping through the night, then I'll be more rested. When, the, when, when, such and such, when, when I have more money then we'll have more options. Uh, when and then thinking, as if when this happens, then that'll make me happy. And what Ephesians 5 is actually saying, it says, no, 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 be careful how you live. Don't live as unwise people, because when and then thinking is very unwise. But it says, make the most of the time. In other words, where are you right now? And why are you in this season right now? You've only got one opportunity to be a parent of young children. Make the most of the time. Yeah, yeah. Redeem the time. Use the time. Your primary missional activity is right there around your dinner table each night. Uh, the current neighbours that you've got, the current people that you're connected with. Don't wait for someone more receptive in your life. Ask the Holy Spirit, why have you placed me with these people right now? So he who gains time gains everything. What I would say is he who gains wisdom and a kingdom perspective gains time and gains yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So redeeming the time is making the most of the opportunities we're in, and that is that is wisdom, and that is wise living. You know, I, f I find um, my head's in this space, Peter, where you know I know the kind of interaction I have with the, the person at the Bunnings checkout when I'm not just racing in for a part that I need to get back to get the thing done so that I can do the next thing. So I, you know, to be honest, and, and people who know me would go, yeah, 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 we knew that about you. You've just caught up and found that out about yourself that, you know, I'm, 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 I'm quickly doing things, thinking about the next thing I need to do, and therefore I'm rushed in the current thing because I'm consumed with the next thing. And, and so there's a whole heap of things going on there that I don't think uh, is, is where I'm meant to be in regard to my thought and my heart. It, it, it you know, peace evaporates. And when you're standing in front of that person, that's a little bit of a diversion, but a piece evaporates and, and your desire to get things done becomes the front end and you, and you quickly go past the person at Bunnings and you've just missed an opportunity. And the opportunity may not be that you're going to kind of pat them on the head and tell them how much God loves them, but the opportunity may be simply to engage with them as a human being 
because they stand before you as Christ. They stand before you as someone uh, when, when you give something to them, you give it as if it's Christ. That's what I read when I read Matthew 25. And so in that regard, you know, I feel like I miss many opportunities. I'm not spending my time wisely because I've crammed my plate too full of things which is bypassing the essence, the depth, the depth, if you like, of, of each moment, of each person. And I'm not trying to do some sort of new age mindfulness thing here. It just changes the way I think and operate when I create space to live out of my rest, create space to engage with everything that's in front of me, more thoroughly, more deeply. Three things I want to respond to that. Firstly, I want to say, yes, sometimes we all get rushed, and so your evaluation is good. Second thing I want to say is, peace be with you, Craig. Peace be with you. Yeah. In other words, the person at Bunnings may not be the person that you're to connect with today. It may be the job that you've got to do when you get back home, which is why you're rushing. Or it may be taking Ethan to cricket when you get back home. And so in spending time with the person at Bunnings, you make yourself late for being back with Ethan. So we just want to make sure, and I'm not saying I heard any of this, we just want to make sure we're not using guilt as our motivator, yeah, sure. but we're only going through the doors the Holy Spirit opens for us. Matthew 25, you know, when did you see me naked? When did you see me in prison and visit me, etc., etc.? That doesn't mean that every single person we come across is our mission field. Every person we come across is potentially a person for us to connect with. As we go with openness and readiness and availability, should a door open with that person? And the third thing I would say is that mindfulness was from the kingdom before it was adopted by the New Ages, oh, sure. and that being mindful is actually a very, very helpful thing in us redeeming the time. When it says there in Ephesians 4, be careful how you live, it's, it's actually saying, be mindful about the way you live. Yeah. You know, have, have a renewed mind, have the mind of Jesus about how you live, not as unwise people, but as wise. In other words, have the wisdom of the Holy Spirit, make the most of the time because the days are evil. Don't have the mind about the days, but have the mind about redeeming the time. So part of this is learning when we say yes and when to say no. And many of us feel guilty when we say no. But when I say no to the neighbour asking me over for a beer, I'm actually saying yes to the fact that Julie and I had agreed to watch a TV show together. Absolutely. Is that wrong that I'm sitting down watching a TV show when the neighbour asks the beer? No, no, no. If if Julie and I together have been praying about the neighbour and we or or if we think, wow, this is a great opportunity, I'll go and connect with Julie and say, is it okay? If I go and have beer with the neighbour, I mean, it sounds like a stupid question because, of course, the Holy Spirit's going to say yes to having a beer. <laughs> but uh, you know, it, my point is that uh, learning, learning where to say yes to and when to say no is a part of redeeming the time and learning to live in the rest of the Father. Yeah, that that, uh, that uh, whole yes-no um, thing is worthwhile thinking about because in parenting circles... Uh, we off, I often feel like, we often feel like as parents, we're saying no a lot. No, you can't have that. No, no, not now. No, no. Sometimes maybe, and the kids interpret it as no anyway. Um, but someone recently just shared, you know, remember intrinsically we're saying yes far more than we're saying no. And I think you're right. You know, when we're saying um, no to someone, we're saying yes to someone else. Uh, the other thing that I noticed too, Peter, is that um, if I have an if-then-when, was that it? If-then-when? Uh, when and then thinking. When and then. If I have a when and then thinking... Um, it's difficult to be mindful about the moment that's right in front of me. Yeah? And it robs you of rest. Yeah. And, and, and the reality is, like, I've, I've had a bit of a realignment with uh, the way I run my business because I had in my mind, and, and it wasn't really at the front of my mind, it's somewhere deep down, when the business does this, then I will. So when then, you know? And, and the reality is, 
the 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 then part is what I sh what I know that I'm meant to be doing, and I'm relying and leveraging off of the if part. Um, and so I've just kind of switched the order of those two things, and and you know in, in a sense brought it into alignment, um, bring it under according to two Corinthians chapter nine, if you like. Um, and I, I guess what it does is it puts you into tomorrow, and Jesus quite clearly says, you know, don't worry about tomorrow. It's got enough worries of its own. Today's a day. Today's got enough worries of its own. And so you know the ability to rest, the ability to be bold, to be mindful, to to bring what Christ wants you to bring at any given time. It's it's a necessary part to. To find your confidence in Christ. And in this area, as in all areas, we're open to the leading of the Holy Spirit. There's a brother in Nepal who's given uh, Robin and myself, uh, Robin Krieg and myself, a Macedonian call, come over and help us. Yeah. The question isn't now, do we go? But the question is, when do we go? And I said to Big Robin, what if it comes in the middle of seeding? And he says, if it comes in the middle of seeding, and if that's when the Father says go, then the Father will take care of the seeding. Yeah. Now, we're trying to work it so it doesn't come during seeding, but if that's when it does come, then we trust the Father because he's the one who has opened that door. So we don't determine the time, but we redeem the time. We listen, not go into our room and listen for a one-off word, but we develop a posture of listening so that, like uh, your wireless LAN here, it's constantly sending and receiving so that all the time we're sensing and seeking to be in the will of the Father and that way the time will be redeemed. Speaking about the redemption of time, um, I think we're over time so, uh, so that you can gain everything. We're going to give you your time back. Talk soon.